Well, hello, everybody. This is Rich Poland. This is going to be a, just a quick bonus episode. Uh, Stacy and I plan to uh, record tonight after the Open Championship, but frankly, I can't, I can't find my buddy anywhere. So uh, I'm coming home from the beach, and I thought I would record a quick pod, bonus pod of my thoughts after having watched the Open Championship for four days. Not just with regard to the Open Championship, but a little bit with regard to the Ryder Cup as well. So, living on the West Coast of the United States, as uh, Stacy and I do, it is one of the pleasures of Open Week. And, and I don't know that the, that the Scottish Open was on so early, but what the Open Championship does, of course, is that is that everybody... Like, like Augusta, everybody starts on one and finishes on 18. So there are some really slow rounds uh, on Thursday and Friday with uh, threesomes much quicker on Saturday and Sunday. But uh, because of that, at 10.30 local time here on the West Coast, the games start. So uh, it has been our tradition to watch the first balls of the uh, Open Championship, and, and this year was Paul Laurie and Webb Simpson, and I can't remember uh, who the, th- uh, maybe it was Minwoo Lee, was it Minwoo Lee the third in that, in that, in that first group? It's a good group, and uh, well, I watched for about an hour, hour and a half before going to bed, and then woke up on uh, Thursday morning at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, and Watched a little bit more, and uh, uh, as many of you know, I'm a physician, and I was in clinic on both Thursday and Friday, so uh, I had one computer with uh, the Open Championship on, and uh, of course, was doing my best to, of course, take care of my patients as well. The disappointment, I think, for, for most folks was uh, how Tiger Woods uh, looked over those first two days and you know he didn't get any favors i was watching uh on thursday morning when tiger took his his uh second shot of the day he hit his first uh, iron perfectly right down the center of the fairway on the first hole and the first hole was was positioned uh on that first day so there's a little burn there's not a lot of water at st andrews but there's a little burn and tiger went right into a divot and uh, he hit the ball thin, went right into the burn, and couldn't recover. Shot uh, six on that first hole and, and really never uh, was in contention thereafter. And uh, it was sad. He actually didn't hit the ball necessarily poorly, but uh, off the tee, mostly played with uh, less than driver off the tee. But just his his short game just wasn't up to, to standard this was this was was at one time uh the master of the short game and, and you know it was sad to watch um but i know he enjoyed it and uh, the respect given to him by the other players was uh magnificent the uh any 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 uh, rivalry or antagonism between the live players and the uh, non-live players 
uh, didn't seem to be there. Apparently, there was some booing for Ian Poulter, of all people, the, the Englishman, and uh, not for any of the American or, or South African uh, live players. Uh, maybe maybe that is a Scotland-England thing. There's the you know centuries-old rivalry between Scotland and England. Uh, but I, I didn't hear of anything for the other English golfers, Paul Casey or Lee Westwood, uh, Laurie. Well, I don't know who else. Not, not all of the live golfers, of course, were in the tournament. It actually was much a much better performance for the litany of live golfers in the Open Championship uh, than there was in, in the U.S. Open or uh, in the U.S. Open. Uh, good performances by... I don't want to butcher his name, but by the young Thai golfer uh, who's who's on the Live Tour, uh, Dustin Johnson for the most part was in contention. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau wasn't, but shot a uh, brilliant round on Sunday to get into double figures. Now, of course, the uh, star of the event was Cameron Smith. I need to check my records when I get home, but I do believe that one Mr. Stacy Ham picked Cameron Smith as his international. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised; it was a good pick. Uh, I have to say my golfers all did pretty well. Uh, Adam Scott played quite well, uh, and I, I, I thought I saw him having a good week, and he did. Uh, Jordan Spieth played very well, top 10 finish for Jordan Spieth, and uh, Rory McIlroy was spectacular. I saw a lot of social media posts criticizing Rory for not playing better and, and today, but I, I thought Rory played quite well. Uh, I don't think he missed a green in regulation today. Uh, and I don't think he was playing conservatively either. I think he just, you know, missed some putts. You know, he didn't make any of his 15 to 30 foot putts. And, you know, that was the difference. Cameron Smith made, made putts. Uh, Cameron Smith, Scotty Scheffler, and Xander Schauffele are having the best years on the PGA Tour uh, and in world golf. Uh, Scotty Scheffler has won a major, Masters, and multiple other tournaments. And now Cameron Smith has won three tournaments, including the majors and the players. And, uh, boy, it's a hard one. Scotty Scheffler has a record-setting year, but, but you know, I think, I think Cameron Smith has set himself up to be the uh, PGA Tour Player of the Year. Uh, and, of course, love to see what, what transpires in the playoffs. Uh, and Xander Shoffley has been, you know, up there with, with both of them. And finally, before before I go, uh, I'll, I'll mention two other things. You know, uh, I've never been to an Open Championship. It looks absolutely spectacular. And I don't think there could be any place better than St. Andrews. Uh I was listening to Steve Sands on the Kevin Sheehan podcast talking about how during the practice rounds earlier, uh, they're just citizens of, of, of St. Andrews walking the course with Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas. Uh, what an experience. And uh, maybe, in, maybe in 2030 when the Open comes back to St. Andrews, uh, Maybe maybe Stacy and I will have to uh, have to go there. He has played the course before, and I'm sure he'll give that perspective when we give our podcast uh, tomorrow or Tuesday. I do think there's a, a benefit of waiting because there's uh, rumored to be a whole lot of 
uh, more defections to the Live Tour after the Open Championship, with the biggest ones rumored being Hideki Matsuyama uh, and Henrik Stenson. And uh, even speculation about Cameron Smith, but the big ones, Hideki Matsuyama uh, uh, and, and Henrik Stenson, with Henrik Stenson's uh, joining the Live Tour, certain to uh, have his captainship of the Ryder Cup revoked. So uh, if we wait a couple days, hopefully we'll have those things to talk about when, when we do our podcast as well as, as well as looking at the rankings. I also, on, on social media, saw, you know, a lot of kind of controversial tweets about what the utility is of the Ryder Cup and, and, and people downplaying the importance of the Ryder Cup or, and others, you know, bemoaning the fact that the Ryder Cup is, is so affected by defections. And all I can say is, uh, if you don't think the Ryder Cup is uh, an important, engaging uh, event for fans and players, and you've never been to one, I think that's unfair. But number two, listen to Rory McIlroy's comments after the last Ryder Cup and, and see if it doesn't matter to, you know, to, uh, uh, to uh, what I think we consider is, you know, one of the, one of the two or three greatest players in the world over the last, you know, uh, decade or so, uh, who has won four major championships, won all over the world, won a FedEx Cup, won Road to Dubai, and, and. Uh, his comments where he said that none of that matters to him more than the Ryder Cup, more than the, the, the teamwork and, and how he was disappointed losing at Whistling Straits and his own individual performance. I don't think you can uh, come back and say that the Ryder Cup is just an exhibition. Uh, it is meaningful. The President's Cup, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that anyone has talked to Louis Oosthuizen or any of the Americans, or Charles Schwartzel, uh, or Abraham Anser, uh, guys who were going to be on that uh, President's Cup team, but now won't be. Uh, how important the President's Cup is, because of course it doesn't have the prestige, the cachet, or the history of the Ryder Cup. But uh, uh, I, I, you know, I try not to get engaged in Twitter wars. But uh, some of the some of the comments by by individuals about uh, down, downplaying the importance of the Ryder Cup, both to the uh, the players and the fans, are you know just to be kind, ill-informed. All right. Well, we'll be back later in the week to have a real podcast. Um, but as I said, I wanted to get something out tonight. Uh, great win for Cameron Smith. Very humble. This is, by the way, uh, the first year that all four major champions have been under the age of 30. Cameron Smith's 28, Justin Thomas 25, Matthew Fitzpatrick, I think is 26, and Scotty Scheffler 20, 25, Justin Thomas 29, Scotty Scheffler 25. And uh, just the one, one last thing is uh, I think it's pretty clear the way he played today that Cameron Young is a star in the making, and Cameron Young is kind of the next 
Xander Shoffley, a guy who maybe didn't come out of his college career with everybody thinking he was going to be the next great thing. He's not uh, like Bryson DeChambeau. Everybody knew Bryson DeChambeau's name. Everybody knew Jordan Spieth's name. Everybody knew uh, Justin Thomas's name when they came out of college. They were presumed superstars. Uh, but Cameron Young may be the next Xander Shoffley, a guy who comes out of college, not necessarily, you know, with that, you know, world, uh, you know, number one or number two amateur ranking in the world, like Patrick Cantley had as well, uh, but becomes a, a, a superstar and a uh, rider in President's Cup regular. Uh, it was a very, very impressive day from Cameron Young finishing second, but especially the way he finished. I mean, with, you know, knowing he had to eagle 18 to get into a playoff uh, and hitting perfect drive and perfect putt and, you know, had Cameron Smith faltered on 18, uh, he would have made his way into a playoff. That combined with the fact that he finished tied third at the PGA, uh, Cameron Young is well on his way to being you know, the next U.S. stalwart on Ryder and President's Cup teams. And I think there's two other rookies this year who are going to, you know, uh, vie for that, uh, you know, vie for President's and Ryder Cups very quickly. And those are uh, 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 Tagala, the, uh, the youngster out of Pepperdine, who has played well, uh, acquitted himself well as the last man into the Open Championship, and Davis Riley, uh, the young golf golfer from Alabama, who has that Adam Scott, Louis Oosthuizen perfect swing and also has had a great rookie year on tour. So we'll talk to you later in the week with Stacy. Uh, but uh, hope that was hope this hope this has been uh, entertaining for 14 minutes. Well, hello everybody. This is Rich Poland. This is going to be a just a quick bonus episode. Uh, Stacy and I plan to uh, record tonight after the Open Championship, but frankly, I can't, I can't find my buddy anywhere. So uh, I'm coming home from the beach, and I thought I would record a quick pod, bonus pod of my thoughts after having watched the Open Championship for four days, not just with regard to the Open Championship, but a little bit with regard to the Ryder Cup as well. So living on the West Coast of the United States as uh, Stacy and I do. It is one of the pleasures of Open Week, and and I don't know that the that the Scottish Open was on so early, but what the Open Championship does, of course, is that is that everybody like like Augusta, everybody starts on one and finishes on 18. So there are some really slow rounds uh, on Thursday and Friday with uh, threesomes much quicker on Saturday and Sunday. But uh, because of that, at 10.30 local time here on the West Coast, the games start. So uh, it has been our tradition to watch the first balls of the uh, Open Championship. And, and this year was Paul Laurie and Webb Simpson. And I can't remember uh, who the, uh, maybe it was Minwoo Lee. Minwoo Lee the third in that in that in that first group. It's a good group, and uh, I watched for about an hour, hour and a half before going to bed, and then woke up on uh, Thursday morning at 
5.30 or 6 o'clock and watched a little bit more. And uh, uh, as many of you know, I'm a physician and I was in clinic on both Thursday and Friday. So uh, I had one computer with uh, the Open Championship on. And uh, of course, I was doing my best to, of course, take care of my patients as well. The disappointment, I think, for, for most folks was uh, how Tiger Woods uh, looked over those first two days. And, you know, he didn't get any favors. I was watching uh, on Thursday morning when Tiger took his his uh, second shot of the day. He hit his first uh, iron perfectly right down the center of the fairway on the first hole. And the first hole was, was positioned uh, on that first day, so there's a little burn. There's not a lot of water at St. Andrews, but there's a little burn. And Tiger went right into a divot, and uh, he hit the ball thin, went right into the burn, and couldn't recover. Shot uh, six on that first hole, and, and really never uh, was in contention thereafter. And uh, it was sad. He actually didn't hit the ball necessarily poorly, but... Uh, off the tee, mostly played with uh, less than driver off the tee, but just his his short game just wasn't up to, to standard. This was this was was at one time uh, the master of the short game, and, and you know it was sad to watch. Um, but I know he enjoyed it, and uh, the respect given to him by the other players was uh, magnificent. The uh, any 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 uh, rivalry or antagonism between the live players and the uh, non-live players uh, didn't seem to be there. Apparently, there was some booing for Ian Poulter of all people, the the Englishman, and uh, not for any of the American or South African uh, live players. Maybe, maybe that is a Scotland-England thing. There's the you know centuries-old rivalry between Scotland and England. Uh, but I, I didn't hear of anything for the other English golfers, Paul Casey or Lee Westwood, uh, Laurie. Well, I don't know who else. Not, not all of the live golfers, of course, were in the tournament. It actually was much a much better performance for the litany of live golfers in the Open Championship uh, than there was in, in the U.S. Open or uh, in the U.S. Open. Uh, good performances by, I don't want to butcher his name, but by the young Thai golfer uh, who's, who's on the Live Tour. Uh, Dustin Johnson, for the most part, was in contention. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau wasn't, but shot a uh, brilliant round on Sunday to get into double figures. Now, of course, the uh, star of the event was Cameron Smith. I need to check my records when I get home, but I do believe that one Mr. Stacy Ham picked Cameron Smith as his international. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. It was a good pick. Uh, I have to say my golfers all did pretty well. Uh, Adam Scott played quite well. Uh, and I, I, I thought I saw him having a good week, and he did. Uh, Jordan Spieth played very well. Top 10 finish for Jordan Spieth. And uh, Rory McIlroy was spectacular. I saw a lot of social media posts criticizing Rory for not playing better and, and today, but I, I thought Rory played quite well. Uh, I don't think he missed a green in regulation today. 
Uh, and I don't think he was playing conservatively either. I think he just, you know, missed some putts. You know, he didn't make any of his 15 to 30-foot putts. And, you know, that was the difference. Cameron Smith, he made putts. Uh, Cameron Smith, Scotty Scheffler, and Xander Schauffele are having the best years on the PGA Tour uh, and in world golf. Uh, Scotty Scheffler has won a major Masters and multiple other tournaments. And now Cameron Smith has won three tournaments, including the majors and the players. And, uh, boy, it's a hard one. Scotty Scheffler has a record-setting year, but, but you know, I think, I think Cameron Smith has set himself up to be the uh, PGA Tour Player of the Year. Uh, and, of course, love to see what, what transpires in the playoffs. Uh, and Xander Schauffele has been, you know, up there with, with both of them. And finally, before before I go, uh, I'll, I'll mention two other things. You know, uh, I've never been to an Open Championship. It looks absolutely spectacular, and I don't think there could be any place better than St. Andrews. Uh, I was list listening to Steve Sands on the Kevin Sheehan podcast, talking about how during the practice rounds earlier, uh, they're just citizens of... of of St. Andrews, walking the course with Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas. Uh, what an experience. And uh, maybe, in, maybe in 2030 when the Open comes back to St. Andrews, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe Stacy and I will have to, uh, have to go there. He has played the course before, and I'm sure he'll give that perspective when we give our podcast uh, tomorrow or Tuesday. I do think there's a, a benefit of waiting because there's uh, rumored to be a whole lot of uh, more defections to the Live Tour after the Open Championship, with the biggest ones rumored being Hideki Matsuyama uh, and Henrik Stenson. And uh, even speculation about Cameron Smith, but the big ones, Hideki Matsuyama uh, uh, and and Henrik Stenson, with Henrik Stenson's uh, joining the Live Tour, certain to have his captainship of the Ryder Cup revoked. So uh, if we wait a couple days, hopefully we'll have those things to talk about when, when we do our podcast as well as, as well as looking at the rankings. I also, on, on social media, saw you know, a lot of kind of controversial tweets about what the utility is of the Ryder Cup. And, and people downplaying the importance of the Ryder Cup or and others, you know, bemoaning the fact that the Ryder Cup is, is so affected by defections. And all I can say is uh, if you don't think the Ryder Cup is uh, an important, engaging uh, event for fans and players and you've never been to one, I think that's unfair. But number two, Listen to Rory McIlroy's comments after the last Ryder Cup and, and see if it doesn't matter to, you know, to uh, uh, the, uh, what I think we consider is, you know, one of the one of the two or three greatest players in the world over the last, you know, uh, decade or so, uh, who has won four major championships won all over the world, won a FedEx Cup, won Road to Dubai, and 
uh, his comments where he said that none of that matters to him more than the Ryder Cup, more than the, the, the teamwork and, and how he was disappointed losing at Whistling Straits and his own individual performance. I don't think you can come back and say that the Ryder Cup is just an exhibition. Uh, it is meaningful. The President's Cup, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that anyone has talked to Louis Oosthuizen or any of the Americans or Charles Schwartzel uh, or Abraham Anser, uh, guys who were going to be on that uh, President's Cup team but now won't be. Uh, how important the President's Cup is because, of course, it doesn't have the prestige, the cachet, or the history of the Ryder Cup. But I, I, you know, I try not to get engaged in Twitter wars, but uh, some of the some of the comments by by individuals about uh, down, downplaying the importance of the Ryder Cup, both to the uh, the players and the fans, are you know just to be kind, ill-informed. All right, well, we'll be back later in the week to have a real podcast. Um, but as I said, I wanted to get something out tonight. Uh, great win for Cameron Smith. Uh, very humble. This is, by the way, uh, the first year that all four major champions have been under the age of 30. Cameron Smith's 28, Justin Thomas 25, Matthew Fitzpatrick I think is 26, and Scotty Scheffler 20, 25. Justin Thomas 29, Scotty Scheffler 25, and. Uh, just the one one last thing is, uh, I think it's pretty clear the way he played today that Cameron Young is a star in the making, and Cameron Young is kind of the next uh, Xander Schauffele, a guy who maybe didn't come out of his college career with everybody thinking he was going to be the next great thing. He's not uh, like Bryson DeChambeau. Everybody knew Bryson DeChambeau's name. Everybody knew Jordan Spieth's name. Everybody knew... Uh, Justin Thomas's name when they came out of college. They were presumed superstars. Uh, but Cameron Young may be the next Xander Schauffele, a guy who comes out of college, not necessarily, you know, with that, you know, world, uh, you know, number one or number two amateur ranking in the world, like Patrick Cantley had as well, uh, but becomes a, a, a superstar and a uh, rider in President's Cup regular. It was a very, very impressive day from Cameron Young finishing second, but especially the way he finished. I mean, with, you know, knowing he had to eagle 18 to get into a playoff uh, and hitting perfect drive and perfect putt. And, you know, had Cameron Smith faltered on 18, uh, he would have made his way into a playoff. That combined with the fact that he finished tied third at the PGA, uh, Cameron Young, is well on his way to being the, you know, the next U.S. stalwart on Ryder and President's Cup teams, and I think there's two other rookies this year who are gonna, you know, uh, vie for that, uh, you know, vie for President's and Ryder Cups very quickly, and those are uh, 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 Tagala, the, uh, the young stride of Pepperdine, who has played well, uh, acquitted himself well as the last man into the Open Championship. And Davis Riley, uh, the young golf golfer from Alabama, who has that Adam Scott, Louis Oosthuizen, perfect swing, and also has had a great rookie year on tour. 
So we'll talk to you later in the week with Stacy. Uh, but uh, hope that was hope this hope this has been uh, entertaining for 14 minutes.